Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. We're figuring that out on week 46. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Like probably should not do that. Isn't that uh, crazy that last week was episode 45? Was it? So we're almost at 52. So we're almost at a year. Whoa. A year's worth of episodes. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? I don't even remember starting it, really. Do you remember our first episode? No. I don't either. (laughs) No idea what we talked about. I remember it was Uh, like three things, though. I think it was. Oh, it was like the three unexpected benefits of sobriety. I think that was it. (laughs) That's so true. What's up? What did you do this weekend? Um, This weekend has been pretty chill I did that on purpose because I have a lot of traveling coming up in the next like two to three weeks so but I did have um plans on Friday with how many was it one two three four five of my sober girlfriends we had a dinner party that our friend was hosting at her very beautiful apartment and she oh I thought that was a restaurant from the photos didn't it look like it? Because so that was like at someone's house. That was just at someone's house. Oh, I thought you were at like a bougie restaurant or something because there was like a menu and everything. Shout out Carrie because her place yeah, is yeah. so is so beautiful and she set up everything so nicely for us. And you know, there were the other people that attended, like me and the four other girls. We brought um, some other food items and a lot of NA options a lot of na wine which i was never a wine drinker um so i usually stick to like the na like cocktails and or beer um but yeah it was just like super beautiful and um we actually ended up could you hear that sound from outside no okay there's construction happening outside of my house um but shoot I just lost my train of thought what was I just saying oh no my dog was clicking so I kind of got distracted (laughs) on that (laughs) no something Um, about NA or you didn't drink wine so you were more on the NA cocktail yeah I guess the the point that I was eventually going to get to though was like um I think the dinner party like started at like six or 6 30 we probably sat down to like start eating at about seven and we sat there talking until I didn't check my phone until it was 10 20. Nice. So we had just been sitting there talking away for like over three hours. Um, which is great to have that type of, you know, connection with with people. And all of the people that were sitting around the table, I've only met them within the past like year to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty new to my life, but I feel like we have um we're starting to have this great bond together. And it was just nice to talk about things sobriety related, talk about things totally not sobriety related. We were all over the place. Um, but yeah, it was lovely. And um, on, so today's Sunday, yesterday, I just went bouldering in the morning, um, which was really nice. And then I literally did nothing the rest of the day. 
and it was oh, so yeah. nice yeah I sometimes just watched Netflix hard. sometimes I like romanticize those days until they come and then I'm like it's not that I don't enjoy it but I'm just like I'm kind of bored like I don't... it felt uncomfortable at first yeah not uncomfortable. Lie. that's a good that's a good word to describe it. it's weird it's different to not be constantly go go going um but I just keep telling myself like I have traveling coming up this upcoming weekend and then after that is when I go to Europe so I was like I need time for my body to to relax so yeah yeah, yeah it's it's like you almost need those um those days or those weekends because but yeah it's uncom- like that's a funny word to use it's a it's a very accurate word is uncomfortable. I just know myself like I know that if I don't do this now I'm gonna pay for it later so Burn out. Exactly. And I don't want that to happen. So yeah, yeah but what did you do today? Huh? I was going to say, just what did you do this weekend? Um, Yeah. So Friday I went golfing with some buddies. I'm trying to be more like, I'm trying to say yes to more things, which is hard for me because my, inst- I don't know about you, but like my instinct is to say no. And I don't even know. Oh, see, I feel like I have the opposite problem. <laughs> really? I say yes to way too many things, but I'm working on, I'm working on, um, I heard this thing before it must've been from a friend or maybe it was on Instagram, like the fast no and the slow yes, which means like, sounds buzzwordy. Well, it's just like initially (laughs) either like not promising to something or just straight up saying no, like getting into the habit of doing that versus what I used to be doing, which was like fast. Yes. Like I was saying yes to everything without even thinking about it. Like whether that was actually good and convenient for me, I was just wanting to people please. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like I have the opposite issue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you might've picked up on this. I just don't like plans. Like I like to ride the vibe. You don't like plans. I don't like plans. I did get that vibe, which I didn't know that about you until I met you in person. <laughs> yeah. I like, I just like kind of riding the vibe, um, which I know can drive a lot of people nuts too. But yeah, I'm just like very go with the flow. Um, kind of like let the, let the day unfold. So like I have a group of buddies that always want to golf and like, that's just hard for me. Cause you got to make the tea time like a week and a half in advance or else it'll fill up. Um, well, you have to like schedule it ahead of time. Yeah. You got to schedule it. Okay. And I'm always like, well, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to want to golf that day, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but stuff like that. I'm trying to just be like, okay, I'll go. And, and I'll, I, I did you have fun. Yeah, I did for sure. Okay. But I was like in the mood too. Sometimes I let my emotions. That's why I like to like go with the vibe. Cause I just don't, Sometimes I let my emotions control what I want to do, mm. um, which probably like isn't the best thing anyway. I probably should be better about like whether I feel like it or not get out. Because, yeah, once you get out, sometimes you feel better. But then sometimes you don't, too, um, which it's it's hard. <laughs> so, like, I feel like we're figuring out this thing in like our modern day society of like finding a balance between like committing to things because like. You're, I am a person that thinks like your word is important. Like keeping oh, your word is important. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I also understand like if you're overexerting yourself and it gets to a point where like you are burnt out, you mm-hmm. just brought up burnout and like you have no choice but to, but to cancel. Um, I'm just not that type of gal. Like I don't, Me neither. I don't cancel. And so it, 
it's hard figuring out like um like being sensitive to like other people that are like I I get they're just trying to listen to their body and I'm constantly preaching that so I want people to do that but at the same time I think keeping your word is one of the most important aspects of like I I just think it's like a moral and like an ethical thing that I Um, have I'm a hundred percent with you. I like, that's, that's one reason I don't like to make plans is because if I commit, like I, I, I actually, this might be a hot take, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of like vibes out in our generation, right. Where they're like, you can cancel last minute. Like you can, people almost encourage that. Like if you don't feel like going with that, me too, me too. Mm -hmm. And I just don't agree with that because it's not. I get that like you might not feel like going. I understand that. But if you, especially if it's one-on-one, because you made them totally. like take time out. It's of like their a respect way. thing of like their time, them. their energy, their, we we all don't have a lot of free time. We all work a lot in this mm-hmm. country. Like we're we're constantly working. We're constantly thinking about work. So when you do have free time, I want to be super considerate of that person, you know, what they're sacrificing in order to see me. Yeah. And I, I, it's not that I don't understand the other angle of like, Oh, I don't feel good today or whatever, but it's just like, if you made the plans, you should probably do the plans because it's just a respect thing. Like, and I think that's when like the language that you use is super important. Like for instance, um, going back to like the, the fast, no, and the slow. Yes. Like fast. No, to me means either like me, declining it right away or more so like me saying like if I don't know I just say that I just say I'm not you know I'm not sure I need to check my calendar I'm gonna have to get back to you or I'm gonna try my best to make this happen but I can't I can't promise it for whatever reason Mm -hmm. um and that's just the way that I roll and that might be a hot take some people might have a problem with this but yeah it's I I know some people though, like if I try and make plans with them, it's almost like th- this is a coin flip if they're going to cancel last minute. And I just don't even like making plans with those people because it's, it's too. Yeah. I've, I've always like so many, not all, I don't want to say always, that's a huge blanket statement, but like a lot of the times I'm the person on like the receiving end of it of like, yeah, I'm always there. I'm on time. I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. And then there's like, there's certain people in my life where it's just like constant, <laughs> constant can't it, it's yeah, it's a coin flip. It's 50, 50. And like that, um, I, I'm sure that that person's not meaning for it to be, but that is kind of translating in my head to like, I don't, I don't care about your time. I don't right. care about your energy. I also noticed, I also noticed that you're on time too. I'm like, I'm the same way. Like I like to be that's a sobriety thing though I didn't have that before oh really Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was late to a lot of things before what well what changed it is it just the fact that like it's not a like a party or something or were you late to like day-to-day things when drinking maybe it was because I was like um I was still overexerting myself even back before I stopped drinking and I think that I um had a really bad time like time managing like I uh I wanted to attend a lot of these things and I wanted to be there for a lot of people but like that's not realistic you know like I need I need to set the expectation of like what's 
like what I for real, for real can, can attend and what I can't. Mm-hmm. So the overexerting or like the, it was like, uh, open promises that like, didn't actually make sense. So then that would result in me being either late or not showing. Yeah. And that always bothered me because like, I, you know, when it comes to like work and school, I was, I'm always very disciplined with that. Like I always have been. Mm-hmm. So, um, it bothered me that I couldn't really show up that same way in like a social way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that made sense, but no, that makes sense. That makes sense. You're just, it, it's, it's like the theme of, of drinking where it's just like everything becomes overwhelming, like whatever. Yeah. Because everything's task, really complicated. Yeah. A small task, a, an event, like it's just everything becomes more complicated. And and now yeah. it's like, I, you know, I made this decision a week ago that this weekend was going to be pretty like chill and relaxed for me. Um, Pretty much the only thing I had going on was that that dinner party on Friday night. So it's like, when I only have the one thing happening on that weekend, you know, it's like, I'm going to show up on time. Yeah. And it was actually funny because we, me and, um, I think it was me and the girl that host, uh, that hosted. Cause I think I was the first one there. Um, <laughs> she was just saying like that she knows for a fact, like everyone's going to be showing up on time today. Yeah, and that's, that's exactly a- what happened because it's a bunch <laughs> of sober people. <laughs> That is so nice. It's that's another thing is um, being late just seems like a very accepted thing. And I don't like that either. And it's almost like a cute thing, which has always bugged me when people brag about being late. Like, oh, I think you know it's me. so rude. I'm never on time. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Or even the worst when they're like, it's like cheeky and cute. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was going to be on time. So I went by Starbucks. Cause I, and then they're late. Oh, it's not it drives funny. me literally. It crazy. drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I'm just so on time for everything. And yeah, it just drives me nuts when that's. And I too. get like shit happens. Like, you know, me, of course, like I'm jinxing it probably right now. Like me saying this late. now, I'm going to be, I'm going to be late to something important. Um, It's just, there's, when it becomes like a habit, you know, those people. Oh, listeners yeah. you guys know who you guys know who we're talking well, about the, if it's a one-off situation that's one thing but there's really one thing that'll push it over the edge and that's the person that lies when they say i'm on my way and they're at home still it's like mm. what why don't why don't you tell me you're home so i can fucking go and you can meet me there? <laughs> like those are the worst that's and I bet, worst. I bet there's going to be, if we do end up getting a comment about this conversation, someone's going to be <laughs> like, it's my mental illness that makes me late. I'm like, yeah, it was my mental illness that made me a shit person <laughs> before I stopped drinking. Um, I had to change around something so that I could start showing up as a decent human being to the people yeah. that love me. Cause that's important to me. That's always, that's such an interesting conversation that I don't know that I'm ready to open up today, but it's like, what can we blame or, you We're know, like throwing hot takes left and right <laughs> when we have yeah. that conversation, like what we blame on our, I mean, I definitely used to probably still do in some ways blame shit on anxiety when I just like didn't want to do it or, um, 
yeah, I don't like to admit that or say that out loud, but, but I don't think I knew it at the time either. I think, I oh, really it could be totally be- happening subconsciously. Yeah. I think I just believed it, but totally. now that I have a bit more awareness of my life, it's, it's like, oh yeah, dude, you were using that as a, as an excuse or just not to get at, like, you can't just, I think with anxiety, especially it's really easy to just consider anything outside of your comfort zone, like, oh, no, that's going to give me anxiety. So, mm-hmm. but like, if you have anxiety or not, you have to get out of your comfort zone, right? To hit certain growth points to yes, elevate. So I think it's like, easy, and I'm talking about myself, you know, like in the past, I would just be like, oh, like, I can't do that. I have anxiety, like, no way can't do that. Mm-hmm. But really I just kind of had a I mean I just you just have to have the awareness of like yeah you're gonna have uncomfortable times this this conversation like kind of reminds me of um I made a video on this but there's this um singer that's like very famous in like the Latin community her name is Becky G I don't know if you've ever heard of her or not but um she's she's from California but she sings pretty much primarily in Spanish And she um, is slash was engaged to this like soccer player. And I think that he's, I'm actually not going to guess. I don't know what country he's from, but (laughs) he's a soccer player. Anyways, um, there was a lot of like infidelity rumors when it came to him and they had just like announced their engagement. So people like, it was just a lot of drama, a lot of drama on social media. And he ended up making a statement. And the statement was him saying that, like, the reason why he, um, apparently nothing, like, physical happened, but he was, like, basically sliding into girls' DMs. Like, that was yeah. the the issue, and he got caught. Um, and he was saying it's because he has, like, unresolved trauma from his childhood, and he has um, anxiety and depression. He has, he's been going to therapy, but he hasn't, like, deep-dived into these issues, and that's how it's, like, it's coming out in this like weird way with like his his partner and his partner is ending up being hurt in this process and that's the thing that it's like I totally understand that him going through childhood trauma is not his fault you know what I mean like it's it's not his fault I went through something similar you know seven-year-old Julia of course it wasn't her fault but there comes a point where we're adults now and there is a component of like awareness and if you know that you can't be a trusting loyal person Mm -hmm. um why why are you getting on one knee and asking for their hand in marriage you know what i mean like there's like both things can be true do you know what i'm saying you don't have to be in a relationship right if you don't have your shit figured out. Yeah, you can totally be single and DM everyone you want to DM. Exactly. But it's like you can't have the the love and the loyalty and the care from from Becky. And why would you want to put someone through that too, you know? Like someone that you supposedly love more than anybody, you yeah. know? Cuz you're not even just confusing. like I mean like yeah, it's still wrong dating, but it's like you're not even just dating. <laughs> like you asked her marriage it's a a huge promise that's like one of the biggest promises I would say that are out there yeah um so yeah it's it's hard like I want to have sympathy and empathy for people going through tough shit like it's not 
it's not easy. Going to therapy isn't easy. Talking no. about these things that are the literal biggest wounds in your life, it's it's not fun. It's uncomfortable and it's extremely emotionally draining. But if you want important people in your life, if you want good hearted people in your close circle, that means that you need to probably also be a good hearted person. <laughs> you got to do some shit. Yeah. You got to talk about some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I feel like I've even caught myself in therapy where I'm like, I want to make this easy on myself today. Mm. Like, I, I don't know that I want to talk about. You're like, like I don't know how deep I want to get. Yeah, there's still things that my therapist doesn't even know that I just mm. like, I'm not ready to bring up or I'm like, yeah, that's it's it's is, is therapy new new to your life or have you been in it for a while? Newer. Yeah. I a hope little that's over, not an invasive question. No, no, no. A little over a year. Okay. So I'm not like super new, but definitely not like a veteran by any means. Sure. Probably a year and a half. I think I started last February. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes with like practice, honestly. Yeah. And there's a lot that I do open up about, but it's just, there's some stuff if it's like embarrassing or, um, you know, whatever it might be, it's just, there's a little more hesitation around that. Yeah. And I think that's like when like ego comes into it, like, mm -hmm. it's like, we have, we all have an ego that is going to right off the bat, try to like protect or like defend our past decision making yeah, um that's a good way to put it <laughs> yeah um but I found I started going to therapy when I was or I think it was like summers like the end of summer slash fall of 2018 um so it's been a little while now and I totally get what you're saying with like I'm gonna talk around this topic because yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not ready to talk directly about it um but I found that like those sessions where I like finally do have the courage to to talk about the hard shit, um, I walk away knowing that I I grew in that hour session, you know, like I'm making somewhat of progress. And that and that is a um a rewarding feeling. It's like the same thing of like going to the gym, like you if you know you like killed a workout or if you achieved something that you once never achieved, like you walking out of that gym, you're like, you know, I'm kind of a badass. Like that was mm -hmm. sick that I just was able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's literally what we were just talking about. Like it's the comfort zone. I mean, if you can mm -hmm. just get out of that comfort zone, the comfort zone is the death zone. Let's just fucking rename it. Let's just, let's just yeah. rename it. It is. It's like there for a reason especially my cat just <laughs> fell <laughs> the, ignore uh, him <laughs> i saw your hair flip up like crazy yeah he just fell onto like, the ground but that's the okay. comfort zone is there for a reason but it's really like to protect us from being eaten from a lion back three thousand years ago it's it's not exactly for 2023 us to be scared to go talk to somebody like that's the it's not the same our brains mm -hmm. are not 
caught up to evolution right the way that it should be yeah and I think it takes like you just be at least for me I shouldn't I shouldn't talk about this in like a general sense for me it was like it came to a point where I was just so frustrated and exhausted that I was like making the same mistake over and over again and I was kind of finding myself in the same situations over and over again Mm. it was just like something's got to give like something's got to change and um you know I'm going to talk therapy and I I have this opportunity to talk to a professional about the shit that I'm unhappy about like why am I do why why am I constantly making decisions that I don't that I not only don't love I hate that I yeah. hate that I'm making these same decisions. Like we need to figure this out. And that's the benefit of talking to a professional because they, you know, they went to school for X amount mm-hmm. of years and they know, they really know what they're talking about. Um, especially when you find a therapist that really gets you, which is, I understand is not easy. It took me a couple of tries. Yeah. I've heard that. I think I lucked out on that. Yeah, I only saw like one woman before I saw my current therapist, but mm-hmm. um, so I feel like I got pretty lucky too. It's like this, the analogy of the scales tipping where the pain of not changing, finally, it's the same with sobriety, right? Like the pain of drinking finally is more than the pain of what being sober would be, or in totally. therapy terms, like the pain of not the pain of the actions that are happening is mm-hmm. more painful than like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to talk about it and figure this shit out. Right. Um, like this, those scales got a tip at some point. Mm-hmm. And-, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's so terrifying. It is so scary to be that, that vulnerable and to talk about the thing that you purposely go out of your way to not talk about <laughs> right. on a day-to-day life. You, you protect your, your ego protects yourself like internally to Mm -hmm. not think about shit that makes us really sad or angry or uncomfortable whatever whatever it might be so yeah to just lay it all out um it's it's difficult and I feel like a lot of the times um kind of going back to like the whole like the way that our generation slash like slash modern day society deals with things Um, we found ways to talk about these things, but in a not deep way, like with irony or sarcasm or, yeah, Yeah, you know, we, we, we think of it as like these funny, cheeky things. We're like so open, but not open at all. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're open about what we know people will accept us for. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's very easy to be open about anxiety right now because so many people can relate to us. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be open about getting cheated on. These are all emotions that men especially used to not talk about. But now sure. it's it's very comfortable to talk about. Mm-hmm. But the shit that is really holding us back, mm-hmm. we're like, well, I won't I don't want to. I yeah. won't talk about that. I don't want to get into that. So it's it's almost like like you said, the ego. The ego is comfortable with talking about feelings and shit when it's cool and it's accepted. But the real shit, that's that's still kind of on the back burner. And I think it's because we're gonna come off as less perfect versions of ourselves. Like we're gonna come off as as um flawed. And yeah we have such a hard time 
doing that. And and that's so bizarre to me because it's like, we're all flawed. All of us are flawed. There's just- it doesn't feel that way with social media though. Like we know right. that, but it really doesn't feel that way when you log that's in a good point. and you just see everyone's perfect life. And that's something we're doing to ourselves. Like, I mean, we are, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's like, we can only control ourselves, right? We can't control the way that other people portray themselves on right. social media. Like it literally starts not to like quote the song, but it starts with like the man in the mirror. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm asking why. him to change his ways. Blazing <laughs> started dancing and I couldn't keep it together. Um, Yes, it starts with looking at ourselves in a very objective way. Mm-hmm. And that is, when I first started doing that, it was so hard. It shouldn't be hard because you have that full body mirror right there. <laughs> like the I have a full wall of mirrors right to the right of me. <laughs> Should be pretty Pl- easy. Plenty of mirrors. <laughs> and also like, this is my childhood this is the room that I like grew up in. So I've had this this whole time. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, Julia, <laughs> just totally missing the sign. What's my problem? Um, yeah, having to come to terms with like, wow, I got a lot of shit that I still need to figure out. And that can be so overwhelming in the beginning, like taking that first step. Like, I feel like now I'm like, I'm somewhat in my journey of like self-awareness and, you know, fixing the the things that I once really fucked up in the past. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, it can just, it can seem so overwhelming that people don't want to even start in the first place. But at least with my lived experience, it is so incredibly worth it. Like it is so, mm-hmm. so incredibly worth it. I'd agree with you, but it's also a tough journey to go on because it's easy to start obsessing on that too. Like I remember mm-hmm. there was a couple years span of my life where I was like into the self-improvement world, but then also maybe too into it where I'm like waking up. I'm like, okay, how do I feel today? Okay. I I'm, I feel this way. Like, why is that just like trying to analyze everything? And it's like, you know what? Mm. Sometimes you fucking wake up and you just, you just feel off. And then like, maybe, yeah. maybe you just say, okay, I feel off today. And you just go throughout your day. But I would be like, oh, I feel off today. Like, oh, I need to take like, a, I need to get, I think you take the day off work. Like I got to do a mental health day. Like I got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just like a lot to try and yeah. always analyze how I felt. So there's like this balance, but that's just the fucking addict in me. That's just like, <laughs> we go, we're going all in. Um, True. Yeah, but it's, it is a tough balance, but you're totally right when you like, put that work in and and see the results it's like oh my god I'm making my I made my life hard for a bit but now I'm making my life way easier I am so glad that I started the therapy when I did like I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of my past self and like also me thinking like the the mental state I was in when I made that decision I was so unstable the scales (laughs) must have tipped though yeah yeah 
Well, it was like, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this specifically on the podcast. I know I've mentioned it on my, on my TikTok though, was like, I, I stopped showing up to work. Mm-hmm. Um, my internship in t- summer of 2018. And it was like my dream internship that that job could have opened up a lot of doors for me. And I could be in a completely different um, industry than I am right now. Mm-hmm. But I think everything kind of happens for a reason. But yeah, it was like, that was a huge, a huge wake up call. Like, oh, I can't get myself out of bed. Like yeah. this is, this is a, a problem, but at least, at least I feel like I, I didn't let that dwell for too long. Like I didn't accept, I was like, I'm not accepting this as my normal. Some, I need to go and I need to like put in work so that this is not right. what my future holds. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a tough place to make that call when mm-hmm. you're down and out. It was such a dark time. That's it a... was so, so dark. Because yeah. you're like, I know you as a person. So it's like, I know you're not just like, eh, I'm down. Like, I'm just going to lay in bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there were some demons creeping. Um, Yeah, that's, it's scary to. Like, I've never been in that position. So it's just scary to hear people talk about that. And Mm -hmm. like literally not being able to get out of bed because I was just crying for, I'm sure there were reasons, but like in the moment, it kind of felt like for no reason. Yeah. But, and and you had like, it's, I don't want this to sound wrong, but it's like you had the motivation to get out because you had your dream internship. And it was like that feeling was still overwhelming Mm -hmm. or overcoming that motivation. It's like, that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's a tough spot to try. And that's why it's scary too, how hard it is to get into therapy. Like it takes months and you have to I remember I had to drive three different places because no one was like answering their phone or responding to emails. I was just popping up in joints like. (laughs) This kind of this kind of like reminds me of like, you know how I told you that I'm learning Spanish for the fourth time? Yeah. So like the way that I'm doing this is a few different ways. I'm like in a program and I it's a lot about like input and just like listening. That's how I'm like learning the most. Um, but I'm also doing these lessons on a website website called italki, which means like I talk with a native speaker once a oh, week cool. and we have, we have crosstalk and there are days where my Spanish is pretty good and I'm able to hold the conversation. There are some days my Spanish is so bad. Like <laughs> I can't understand a thing she's saying. She can't understand a thing I'm saying. I'm <laughs> at a loss for words, period. Like it's so awful, but What I keep telling myself this time around is like, whether I had a good session today or not, the solution is still the same. I have to keep going. Mm -hmm. If I want to learn Spanish, I have to keep going. I have to keep practicing. I have to keep listening. I have to keep showing up to my italki sessions. And nothing is worse than the italki session after a week where I did really bad. Because there is literally negative parts of me that want to attend this session confidence low confidence is so low confidence is through through the floor through the floor (laughs) (laughs) we are all time low um it's so bad and but I just keep telling myself like the end goal hasn't changed the fact Mm -hmm. that I want to get to a point where I can 
hold a conversation again, like I used to be able to when I studied abroad. And yeah, the solution is the same. I have to keep going. So like, same thing with like you finding a therapist. It's like, yeah, whether this is an easy process or not, if the end goal is me putting, getting myself into a better headspace, I got to keep going. I got to keep trying. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Cause like, if someone told you, you had to do it, you'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. But there's some things in our life where it's just like, I, I don't know. It's like, I can't get it. But it's like, if you had to, you would. Mm-hmm. That's when like self-discipline has to really take the the wheel. Yeah. It's just, do you value that or not? Cause you can, mm-hmm. you can make it happen. You can bully your, like you can get in there and make it happen. Mm-hmm. But do you want it? Like, and some people like, again, the scale's got a tip once it hits. Well, and it comes back, I'm going to circle it back to what we first were talking about when it comes to like chronically late and chronically undependable people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get you've been that way for 27 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I was a, a shit friend and a shit partner and a shit daughter for many years, for ten, probably around 10 years. Um, I got sick of it. I, I, I said, I can't, I can't, I can't look in the mirror anymore and look at this person and act like I'm okay with this. It's just yeah. not, it's just not going to happen. So, um, change is like, so, so possible. Um, change is so possible, but it's extremely difficult. And, um, it's just whether you have that, that drive and that passion and that discipline in you to like actually make it happen. So maybe we need to start fucking leaving after five minutes. And if they're not fucking there, teach them a lesson. Well, I just stopped. I just stopped making plans with those people and I don't see them very often anymore. So so to circle it back, this episode is really about fucking being on time. <laughs> well, it's because it just, it, it shows where you're at. Show, you're right. It, it shows show where you're at. at mentally you know what i mean like that's true all these things are so intertwined like the most calm people i know are on time Mm -hmm. the most sporadic people i know (laughs) right they're all over the place they're all over the place they're late yep anyway that's enough shit talking (laughs) i was gonna say this was a tough love episode wow yeah we talked some shit today but you know we're we're only human Sometimes we have to get it out. Sometimes we have to have like the lovey-dovey episodes and yeah. sometimes we need to have, it's all about balance. It's all about balance. And then next week, balance. we've been we've been known to talk some shit and then come back the next week and have totally different um, opinions. So. Oh, that's actually very true. Who knows what's going to happen <laughs> next week? Well, we're going to have to wait and find out. <laughs> all we're doing is we're just two random fucking people hopping on a microphone. And putting it on the internet. And putting it on the internet pretty dangerous honestly but you know last i feel like last week's episode was received pretty well yeah last week's episode felt good this one felt pretty good we were a little spicy but yeah we definitely normally our monday episodes which was last week are a little sketchy but that one felt good we were coming off the high of an in-person we have more chemistry now you know like we we've been in we don't, we've been in a setting where there's not a half second delay. <laughs> <laughs> this is that was bizarre. That was weird. That was, was bizarre. different. Just instant, 
instant response. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Of course. Um, like and comment and review if you like us <laughs> yeah. and we will talk to you next week. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Okay. Peace. Bye.